Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Thinking Coach with David Petrozello. David, good to see you, mate. How are you doing? I'm really good, Jerome. It's great to see you again. Um, I know it's bright and early uh, down your way. Thank you for uh, moving this conversation up a little bit uh, in our usual schedule. I appreciate it. I, uh, I, I'm doing good. It's nice weather here. Good news in British Columbia. Indoor sport has just recently been allowed to resume competition as of uh, yesterday, our time. So it's a big, uh, it's a big time for my sport uh, right now with uh, basketball and volleyball and all the other indoor sports picking up. So we're feeling pretty good right now. And um, but I'm glad to be here. Happy to be back. Looking forward to this chat. Yeah, it, interesting you say that. And other parts of the world are, are starting to, you know, starting to go back backwards again. Uh, we know that there's some problems in Russia and South Africa is in back in stage three of uh, of restrictions. Um, so it, you know, it, 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 there's swings and roundabouts, but it is good, it is good to see that we are getting on top of things in in other parts, um, which is which is which is important. Uh, all right, so we're talking about making a first impression as a coach, making a first impression when you when you walk into a situation. Um, you know, I've done this a few times over the over the over the, over the years. Um, sometimes done it well, sometimes done it not so well. Um, how important is this? How important is it to you know to get this right? As they say, you don't have much, you don't have a chance to do it again. So, how important is it to get it right? It, it's really important, and you're right. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Uh, and you know, it, you can't. You're not going to win uh, any any uh, any battles necessarily on the first day, but um, you could set yourself up for losing some battles if you have a bad first day. Okay. Um, and what's important when it comes to thinking about this is just the same way as you would want to when you first, um, you know, meet someone or, or you, you go to a new place and you're just introducing yourself, you're trying to get to know people. Um, you know, it's important to put your best foot forward and uh, to, to try and, and, and do uh, your best to be approachable and friendly and open, um, you know, in, in a nice human way. And from a coaching perspective, from a from a uh, a perspective of you know as a coach, meeting your team for the first time, meeting your manager, your supervisor, you know the director, or the the board, or the president, or whoever it is that you are, um, you know, reporting through to, it's important that you can you can get a some some key things across um, over the course of your first interaction. Uh, with them once you're in a position. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it would be helpful if we would dig into the, some of those things over the course of this conversation. But to, to answer your question, it's, it's very important. Um, and uh, it's just a, one of those things that coaches need to have a plan for uh, when they walk into that first team meeting or that first training session or whatever the case may be. If, if you're prepared for it, you're far more likely to succeed at it. All right. Well, let's 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 get into this. Um, what are the key things in, that you you believe that are needed in that first impression? What have you got to make sure 
what are the markers from the point of view of a new coach coming in, you're coming into the role that you've got to make sure that you're hitting, you've got to make sure that you're getting across um, that first time out so that you're not having to, um, you know, obviously backtrack and revisit a later stage. Yeah. I think the first thing is just that being able to demonstrate who you are as a person, being authentic to yourself, having that confidence in yourself to build connections with people. Um, we've said it before. We'll say it again uh, until, until the cows come home. You know, this is a people business. Okay. Uh, when you are a coach, you are in the business of people, of impacting, leading, teaching, molding people. And so the, the very first thing that I believe is critical for a coach to convey and to demonstrate um, in that first interaction is your ability to be you and your ability to be engaging and to build a connection with the people that you're ultimately going to coach um, and get to know them a little bit. It's, it's incredible uh, to me, the amount of genuine information and just genuine connection that I've been able to, to get from the very first time that I met someone. Um, and it takes someone to take the first step, and that's you. You, you take the first step. You are the coach. Uh, it's you know on us to put ourselves out there and to go and engage with people. But I would say, first and foremost, is this that ability to demonstrate who you are uh, and not just in your explanation of this is the type of person I am, but really in how you interact with them, be yourself, be engaging um, and start building connections. That's the very first thing. Um, in that first, that first impression, that first meeting, that first opportunity, you know, and I've, I've, I've you know, we've had several incidents. Is there, what else, is it important that you're getting across your expectations, what you expect of your players, what you expect of the, is that important? Is that where you need, to, or have you already done that? Or is this where you really lay it down? That, that, that Okay, this is what I'm expecting from everybody around me. This is what I'm expecting from, from uh, committee, from players, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, great question. I, th I think the answer to that depends on the type of what uh, of interaction that you're having. What is the type of that interaction? What is the nature of that interaction? Um, if you are recently hired and you are, you know, meeting uh, people for the very first time and it's very fresh, uh, you are probably going to want to spend more time talking about them than talking about you. Um, you're going to want to figure out, you know, where does everybody stand? Um, are, what is their status? What is their status for return uh, to, to the group? Um, getting an understanding about what the dynamic was within the group and the, for lack of a better term, the alliances which exist, which exist within the team. Um, maybe they're, uh, you know, if a coach was replaced and that coach was really well beloved by the playing group. Um, you know, there's going to be some work to be done there by the incoming coach uh, to make sure that you are building, um, you know, a stable, positive relationship on your own as well. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's, it's a good idea to be going in guns blazing and uh, to sort of uh, lay down the law, so to speak, right off the jump. Uh, 
Um, if the very first time you are meeting your team, the most important thing is to get to know them and to let them get to know you. Uh, and you need to take the time to do that. I think what matters, though, beyond that is the way they get to know you is by sharing what you believe are the key aspects of what makes a successful team. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, you're talking about standards and you're talking about um, accountabilities and you're talking about, you know, your own vision of the sport or of the team or whatever the case may be. Um, so it's not just about, you know, getting to know you as a person and your personal life or, you know, like your family situation and things like that, but them getting to know you is about getting to know you as a coach. And so inevitably you have to talk about what you think is important. Um, when you go in for that first team meeting, um, to start a season, right. Your first season. I, I view that as really your opportunity to, to lay out your, your vision for what the team is going to be uh, seeking to accomplish, um, you know, every day and throughout the year. Um, but I think at first, rather than come in with a, uh, you know, some, some firm declarative statements that uh, create good sides and bad sides, what you really want to do is just get the lay of the land first and understand, you know, maybe there are still raw emotions and there are still raw feelings that are, that are there. Uh, and so you don't want to be overstepping and creating unnecessary friction um, within, within the group, between the group and you, between one individual and you, uh, because you don't know where any of the landmines are. So if you just start walking around willy nilly, you're likely to step on one. Mm. Uh, and uh, once you get a real understanding of how the team is constituted, you get to know the people, you get to understand why they, they think the way they do and why they believe what they believe, then you're better able to navigate that successfully as a coach. But what's important, first impression, is that you can demonstrate that you know who you are as a coach. And you know why you were hired or why you were put into that position with a team and in that you can speak about your previous experiences and you can speak about what makes you tick as a coach. Um, and that is going to be very helpful for the group to get to know you, to start to get a sense of, mm, can I play for this person? Um, how am I going to, uh, you know, react to this type of coaching? Um, so it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, um, a roundabout way of doing exactly what you're saying, but it's, it's about delivering the message in a way that is, um, um, you know, you're taking precautions because you, you don't want to lose the war on the first day, uh, by, by irrevocably, you know, creating a, a, some more, um, some more friction there that doesn't need to be there. Um, just quickly, uh, Kieran's with us again. Uh, he says, G'day Dave, how are you? Uh, joining us as always. Um, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy and I'm very impressed that Kieran is up this early. That's great. Well, it is a little bit, it is a little bit later over where he is. So, yeah, I'm Only not a couple hours though, right? I'm not surprised he, he, he probably should be up. 
Um, it's it's a little bit later, later than where he is. He does actually have a question here, so I'll go to his. Um, Dave, what about the first training session? Do you come in hard as you get to know them and let them get to know you? What, that's, his, that's what he's asking there. The, the answer depends on what your session is. If your, se if your sessions are, they're not hard or easy. They're your sessions. Mm. You train the way that you train. You coach the way that you coach. The, de the, the definition of hard or easy is going to vary based on every single person. It's like beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder. I say it all the time. Okay. A lot of people that have played for me that have played elsewhere at the university or or, or collegiate level or whatnot, they, their definition of hard work changes when they come play for me. Then they go play for someone else and their definition of hard work changes again. Okay. Um, so it, don't think about it as coming in harder or, or not. You coach your session the way that you coach your sessions. Mm. And you can demonstrate to them, this is the new normal. Okay. Um, and the sooner that that is put out there for them to experience and to start to, to take in, uh, the better it's going to be for them and for you. So, you know, if you're, I, what I'm trying to say is don't change your sessions to adapt for a first day. Mm. You adapt the content, right? Because of what you're trying to teach or what you're trying to decode by analyzing and evaluating what they do, mm. that will change. But the pace, the intensity, um, the, the flow and just the sequencing of practice or of training, have that be the way that you have it done. And they will quickly learn that, um, you know, your way. And whether that's hard or whether that's easier is really going to depend on what they've experienced before. So I encourage coaches to not, uh, you know, get too far into the weeds and start to start to think, overthink things, okay? Plan your practice and deliver your practice day one, the same as you would on day 180. It, 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 it should not change. You just go ahead and, and, and be yourself. Um, we're talking about, you know, we're talking about first impressions. How important is it from, from a point of view of the new coach coming in to do your research, to actually have a, have a good understanding of the terrain before you get there? Very, very, very important. Um, keep, keeping it on topic of, uh, uh, in terms of that impression on the players. Let's stay with the players. Um, if, if you are able to speak individually to a player um, as part of the group and then, per, you know, even in a one-on-one -on -one, uh, scenario, but if you're speaking to a group and you can, you can speak to Jerome um, individually and you can relay something about what you see in, in, in his performances and his game, um, it demonstrates several things. It, it, first of all, it goes towards building connection. And now Jerome is thinking, hey, this guy, this guy knows me a little bit. And that creates a sense of security for the athlete. Because don't forget, coaching changes create a lot of insecurity for the athletes. Mm. Because everything that they had been doing up until that time 
was done at the behest and under the vision and under the guidance of the previous coach. And so the benchmarks they were trying to meet were built um, to move, move up or down the, uh, the roster of that previous coach, that coach set the benchmarks, that coach set the, the evaluations to whether or not they played or didn't play, whether or not they, whatever the case may be. Um, so now there's a coaching change. All of that is out the window and that's scary. It's scary, uh, for, for athletes. So your, your first job is to create a sense of safety, uh, for them, build confidence in you for them to have that, you know, this person knows what they're doing. How well do they know what they're doing? We're going to find out, but there's, I could get the sense that, you know, the coach, the new coach was able to speak with assurance about Jerome and maybe a play or two that you made against a certain team that you saw on film that really show your ability when within a certain setup or a certain system or a certain context. And you can, as you go around the room, you're able to build connection create a sense of security and build their trust and confidence in you because you are prepared um, and, and knowledgeable enough to speak about them as individuals. Super important, super, super, super important um, to do that. So, you know, it, it, th that type of research um, is, uh, is critical uh, because it, it really does start to build the connection points. Um, and as you watch them on film, you have an impression or an idea in your mind that when you get into the room with them or you get into a training session with them, you know, you have to be ready to be, to be proven wrong, right? Uh, because you, we can form ideas in a game and it might be a situation where someone on film doesn't pop um, but you see them in the game live or in practice and you can see all of the other things that they do, um, you know, beside that might not appear on a stat sheet or that might not pop on film, um, and so forth. And now you get to see all these other things. So the research is important, but let the research guide, but not restrict your your evaluation of as you get there on the first day because remember you're trying to make a good first impression they're trying to make a good first impression um and uh, and they they want that approval they want that um that um you know that sense of confidence to come from the new coach so i think the research is super super important and it does all of those things that we just discussed if you do it right something i used to always sort of pride myself and I've always prided myself on going in making the first impression was making sure I knew every single player by first name that I could actually know I could actually call them by first name in that first meeting I knew who they were um I, it, how important from that point of view is it for for a new coach coming in perhaps you know to um to be able to 
you know, memorise and, and, and have a, if not all of the group, have a good understanding of some of the names in the group so that they can pinpoint that person in, 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 a, in a first conversation. Yeah, if you could do that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, for sure, for sure. You know, not everyone is, um, is, is keen on memorization. Not everyone has that sort of ability uh, to, to do that. And, you know, I think, I think it's okay for a coach to also, um, you know, basically take that opportunity uh, to introduce yourself and it's, it's, it's not, it's not um, fake humility. Okay. It's, it's, it's genuine. If, if you've never heard or, or, or met someone, but you've heard of them, um, you're still going to want them to say, nice to meet you. My name is X, Y, Z. And what, why would that be any different for us? They might know who you are. They know that you're the new coach and whether they know of, cause they Googled you or, or whatever. Um, it's, it's genuine just being a nice person and just good manners uh, to, to walk around the room and to say, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm David. Um, and, uh, and I think that has, you know, a, another ancillary positive effect where if you don't know their name, um, they're going to say, Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Jerome. Mm. And, uh, and so it, it's, it's a coaching hack, uh, you know, which, which could probably come in handy uh, at times, but uh, we should always be taking the uh, initiative of, of being proactively humble enough to not say, well, you should know who I am. Of course, you know what my name is. No, no, go ahead and introduce yourself. Go ahead and shake everyone's hand and, you know, make eye contact and just do that, do that normal, that normal human thing. Mm. Um, because whether we're meeting for the first time in a, in a locker room or in a meeting room or we're meeting for the first time down at the cafe, we're still meeting for the first time. So you might as well make, make niceties um, and uh, make sure that people are getting a, that that leaves a positive impression. Let's put it that way. We're talking about impression that leaves a positive impression that you are humble uh, and uh, that you are, you know, interested in getting to know them as well. Karen's got another one, uh, another question here, and I'll go to that. Can also doing research help you as a coach uh, to perhaps help them improve themselves, improve the position that they play, etc. It can, Kieran. Absolutely. I think the, um, you know, in that first meeting, uh, typically in my own experiences anyway, um, these first meetings are very much get to know you um, and very much, you know, focused on this is who I am. Tell me about yourself. Uh, Tell me, you know, tell me even in the virtual world, you know, tell me a little bit about about who you are. What's your story is one of my favorite questions. What's your story? Um, Rather than asking a a closed question, who's your mother? Who's your father? What do they do? Right. Like that sort of things. You can you can get back to that sort of question if you want to. But when you give people the opportunity to tell you their story, they're telling you their story. Um, So. 
you know, I think that's where the first meetings should kind of focus. I feel that coaches run the risk of sounding, um, rather than sounding confident, we might come across as, as cocky or arrogant. If we were to take our first opportunity and start to pinpoint all the areas that they need to get better. Mm. Uh, and this is why the team, this is, you know, I watched the film, the team lost because wouldn't defend, wouldn't rebound and a lot of lazy defense. Okay. Well, n- nice to meet you too. Right. Um, and those things might all be true. <laughs> okay. Those things might all be true. Uh, but I think the delivery uh, is just as important as what the message is. And, and so you kind of keep it tight a little bit and you can identify some things about, Hey, you're, I'm really excited by the potential of this group um, to get better, you know, at defending and to get better at uh, there's a, there's a law, there's a ceiling there that we are not close to. And rather than say, Hey, all of these things are bad. What you've said is there's room for growth. I know how to get that growth. The ceiling is far away, which is like, that's positive and gives confidence. Cause we got to, that means we can get a lot better. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, so there's, there's just a way to go about it. Um, that I think is again, going to leave that positive kind of uh, impression in the minds of the athletes where they're not like, well, this guy barely knows us and he already knows it all. Right. Um, That's, that's not the impression that you want to leave. We we talk about here making that first impression. Um, Is there a right way to do it? Is there a wrong way to do it Uh, in the sense of, of, of how you go about it? I believe so. Uh, I, I believe that there are certainly wrong ways to go about it, much like we talked about last week. Um, you know, if if you're in an environment that uh, supports or encourages or permits abuse, manipulation, uh, you know, those sorts of things to occur, that is bad. That is a bad culture, uh, you know, in that context. There's a lot more variety when it comes to doing it right, okay? Um, but when it comes to this, it's the same sort of idea there. If you arrive guns blazing and you're dismissive, arrogant, and um, a know-it-all, I don't think that's, that's a good thing. I don't think that's going to make a positive impression. I think that will make a, a negative impression. On the other hand, the types of conversations that you have will be different for you than it will be for me. Um, you know, the way you go about building the connection is going to be different. You know, I'm, I'm very much front foot, you know, I'm an extrovert. Uh, so I am very, you know, very much like the only way to do it is to just put two feet on the ice and jump and, uh, and get right in there. Uh, so, you know, other people are, are going to be different. They're going to be more methodical and they're, they're going to be a little bit more circumspect in the way that they engage with people. And that's great. Um, so I, I don't think coaches should be looking for one way to do something. Um, however, you should be aware that there are things that are not going to, to not only work, but they're going to 
help you fail uh, in the long run as well. So it's important for, um, for coaches to figure out who they are as a human um, and, and remember that what you are trying to build is connection and confidence uh, in, in, the, in the heads of the athlete and in the minds of the, of the team. You want them to feel connected to you in some way and you want them to have confidence in you, the beginnings of confidence. Okay, I was scared, nervous, anxious. The coach that I've played for for three years is gone. I got to relearn everything again. I have to start over from scratch. Okay, that is traumatic in a lot of ways. But they can walk out of that meeting feeling assured and confident and safe. Um, and because that first that first meeting, that's really what you're trying to do: build that connection and 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 get those um, sentiments out uh, for them until you can really understand what's happening get a chance to evaluate, get a chance to, to speak with and build a relationship. And, and then you can proceed with the team building from there. Kieran, back again with uh, another question. Um, can a past coaching record or incidents uh, affect a first impression? Yes, it does. Um, and in, I think it affects it it can affect it in a positive way. It can affect it in a negative way. Um, I think to, to, to think that um, there is no effect is, is probably unrealistic. A long time ago, maybe if someone changed communities or changed states or changed countries, it'd be difficult. But, um, you know, Google humbles all of us. Um, and so... There is, you know, basically everything is available for for anyone um, to be able to understand in terms of what the public record is. So your your previous coaching experience is going to be available to them. Um, and I think what matters is is that when you are speaking about your previous experiences, whether they were good or bad, you are going to show them what you are doing is, is giving them a window into how you're going to speak about them. Okay. Um, so if you talk about your former players, uh, like they were lazy or they were no good or, you know, whatever the case is, uh, like in a pejorative sense, not in an objective sense, but in a, some sort of pejorative way, negative way, like just, you know, you know, they were, they just stunk. Okay. Um, well, that's probably what you're going to say about the guy that you're talking to right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that's right in front of you. Cause eventually they're going to be your former player. And, uh, and then, these cycles repeat themselves, which is one of the reasons why in, in recruiting, uh, one of the major red flags that we look for when we're speaking with um, a player is, is when they speak about a former coach, um, you know, the coach didn't like me, 
politics or whatever, you know, this, that, or the next. Well, you know, they're going to say the same thing about you and they're going to come in and there's always going to be a ready-made excuse. So, you know, to answer the question specifically, I would definitely say like uh, I did earlier, yes, uh, it will affect. Uh, the way that it affects it is is going to depend on how you engage with it. Um, and, you know, the, the discussions that you have, you might ha be a championship winning coach. And if you ride in like a savior on a, on a white horse, uh, thinking that you're just going to transplant everything that you did in that place and drop it in over here and you're going to get the same results, then, you know, your, your athletes are not going to feel like people. They're just going to feel like, like bit players in your story um which is not true players are um are the headliners of of what it is that we're doing so same thing if you've had an uh, a, you know a bad record or you've had some some failed uh coaching ex um you know roles where in terms of wins and losses same thing if, if you are uh, going to describe that experience with a lot of negativity around the players and, you know, not taking any sort of accountability or any sort of self-reflection that shows, you know, them that you are able to say, Hey, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. I learned a lot from that experience. And, um, and then you can, you know, segue right into how you're going to apply those learnings into your new situation. Um, so it's, you know, it's always something that you have to keep in mind. You should just always assume everybody knows everything mm. uh, and and then proceed with the way that you would you would tackle that. We're just coming towards the end. So let, let's look at how important is being candid that first time out? Or is that I think or do you still need to be a little bit guarded? I think, I think candid is always better than not. I mean, you know, just as a rule, <laughs> um, but, but candid doesn't mean rude, right? Um, candid doesn't mean um, dismissive uh, by any means. Can candid means honest uh, and honest is your assessment and your assessment is based on your knowledge experience and expertise and all of those things are based on the the time that you have put into what you're doing and the fact of the matter is that you're there because of those things so if you get into a discussion where you're having a candid conversation about the state of the team or a candid conversation about a player in a one-on-one -on -one situation don't fudge don't fudge. And also, however, you don't have to be a jerk about it either. Um, you can be candid and you can say, based on what I know, based on what I have seen, this is uh, my take on the situation and my take on your situation. Um, but here is how we are going to proceed over the next period of time um, so that, that we can really make uh, a, a good determination based on what I be, have been able to live with you, right? 
and not on the opinions of others or not, you know, et cetera. Because like I said, it's a period of insecurity. Am I going to get cut? Am I going to get replaced? Am I going to, you know, at the pro level, am I going to get traded? Um, there's, there's a lot going on there. So, um, you know, I think, I think being candid is very important, but you don't have to be rude or otherwise, you know, unpleasant, uh, just in the, in the name of being candid. Well, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just being candid. No, no, you're, you're being rude. You can be honest, um, without you know, without being those things, in, in my opinion. Um, we're talking first impressions. You know, projecting forward, you get that first impression. It doesn't quite work out. Does that mean it's irretrievable or is there a way to, you know, to get it back and, and put it all back on track? It's not irretrievable. Um, you're you're making your job harder um, if you step off on the wrong foot. Um, and think of it like getting off, um, starting off on a hike and you've got a mountaintop that you're trying to climb. And on your second or third step, you're not paying attention and you twist your ankle. Um, and now you could still make it to the top but it's going to be a lot harder and it's going to be a lot slower and it's going to be a lot more painful. Um, and it, it's very much like that. So it is not irretrievable because even if you make a great first impression, um, you could follow that up with a whole series of behaviors that could undermine that good first impression. Um, and that could happen at any time during your tenure. Um, so, you know, it's always a little bit ahead, a little bit back, a little bit the same, a little bit ahead, a little bit back. You're always, um, you know, needing to continuously maintain that relationship that you have with the team and with the individuals on the team. If the first one doesn't go great, don't give up, don't despair, uh, but be aware that you're going to need to work harder. It's going to be more painful, um, but you, that you can still get to the mountaintop, but you're going to need to be more intentional perhaps about, um, and it's not about getting them to like you. I want to say this very clearly. This is not about getting your players to like you. Okay. Um, you know, hey, Jerome's a good, he's a good guy. I like him, you know, that's, that's great if they like you. Okay, fantastic. Uh, we all like to be liked, <laughs> you know. Um, however, when you are coaching a group, you, you know, you're, you're there to coach them, not be their friend. Um, what you really want to be doing is letting them know that you are um, capable of doing the job, you are a, a fair person, that you are going to be equitable in the way that you judge and evaluate and make decisions, that you are you know, ready and that a, a key part of it is you building relationships with them, 
getting to know them as people um, that you're a humanist in that way, right? Like you, 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 what you are as a coach is it's about the athletes and you, they matter. They matter. Um, and, you know, if you're able to do that in your first meeting, your first training, your first, you know, couple sessions that you have with them, now you're building that, um, that, that habit and that, that new normal that they're going to need to, to adapt to. But this is not about, um, you know, champagne and roses and fun stuff. Mm. It, this really is about doing those things that I just mentioned, because if you do those things, it opens up the door for you to do everything else that you need to do. Um, but you won't be able to coach them if they don't think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so you've got to, you've got to be ready to, to show that you know what you're talking about. Um, and they won't let you coach them if you're not connected to them. Well, you'd better build that connection um, and, and so forth. So, um, you know, it, it, it's just really important that coaches proceed, um, you know, that they have a plan and that they proceed through that plan in, uh, in an integrated way. And always remember, uh, always remember, Domsu, D-O-M-S-U, Domsu. Put it up on a, put it up on a board. Put it up on a piece of paper. Domsu. It stands for don't make stuff up. Okay, don't make stuff up. When you're in that meeting, when you're in that session, it is your opportunity to show them what you know as it applies to the situation, but you, you don't want to start wandering too far, saying too much, making commitments to things that you cannot back up um, and so forth. And, and so, yeah, Domsu, 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 Domsu. It's very, very uh, important overall, but especially in this case, when you're talking about a first session, a first meeting, you know, you don't want to overextend yourself. Take it slow and steady. So in summing up, uh, looking at that first impression, final tips for a coach on how to get this right. Is there anything that we've, we've, that's absolutely essential in this? The absolutely essential thing, in my opinion, is for a coach to understand how important the first impression is. If a coach understands how important it is, then they are going to prepare for it because that's what coaches do. Mm. You have to consider it as the first game. You're either going to win that game or you're going to lose that game. Approach it with that mindset. And when you go into that game, they're not your opponent. You're not playing against your team. You're playing against the impression that they have yet to form of you. If you attack that game and you win that impression, because people are going to err on the side of, oh, not so positive, okay? Because mm -hmm. they don't know you. 
So that's who you're trying to beat. You're trying to beat that, that, you know, impression of you that they're starting to form. Okay. Um, so to do that, you, you need to build that connection. You need to be humble. Um, you need to be prepared to answer questions about your style of play, to answer questions about, you know, the types of culture that, um, you know, and habits that you, that are important to you. Um, how do you train, um, you know, any of these sorts of, you need to know yourself as a coach and to be able to speak with confidence and assurance um, without sounding arrogant, you know, because uh, that puts people off. Uh, the, the, that first impression, smile, mm. smile, right? Like, you know, when someone walks in with a frown or someone walks in with a bright face and a smile, I know who I'm going to probably want to gravitate towards at least. And that, that opens the window just a bit. That's not going to win it for you. But that's going to open the window just a bit so that then you can work your magic and you can uh, introduce yourself, tell them about who you are, uh, tell them about your, your journey, uh, tell them about what you're trying to do, why you're here, why are you excited to coach them? Mm. Of all of the teams that you could have coached, you chose to come and coach them. Tell them why, right? Tell them why. It could be the great history of the club, the success of, of, of this team, the opportunity to help the team take the next step. Whatever led you to, to seek out that opportunity, tell them why you're excited to be there. Because if you're excited to be there, they're going to be excited to have you there. And... I think that's really some of the, the, the key things that do not forgets um, of, uh, of walking into that first uh, meeting or walking into that first training and walking out with a W. Well, thank you again, David. Always a very insightful topic here on uh, Thinking Coach. Um, thank you for being with us. Thank you to everyone who is watching this morning. Uh, well, this morning, my time. Uh, uh, evening in other parts of the world. Um, look forward to another episode next week. Um, to our viewers, stay tuned. We will probably be adjusting the day and time of that of the show because uh, to to fit in with your, your good self, David. So thank you again, and thank you to everyone that's that's tuned in. I appreciate it, Jerome, and uh, and I want to thank you as well again for for being so flexible and for for making this happen. And and thank you to all the coaches that are you know listening and and watching. And um, you know we're we're here to help. So I encourage everybody to 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 have a great have a great week. And and I'll see see you, Jerome, and hopefully speak to everyone out there again next week. All right, thank you, everyone, and we'll see you again next week.